Are you satisfied with your understanding of sustainability? If not, like me, imagine a journey together, a pluralistic one, with innovators, startup, academia, NGO, all together looking for solution to the greatest challenge of our time. I'm Samuel Lettini, and this is the Sustainability Journey. Welcome to another episode, and today we are going to the third special episode in collaboration with the Italian Cultural Center in Nairobi, discussing the Italy food system and the Italian week of food. And today we are funneling down towards the intervention, they are touching the ground and really bringing transformation to people in Kenya. And we, we do that with the team leader for agriculture at the Italian Agency for Development Cooperation, Luigi Luminari. Thank you so much, Luigi, for being here with us today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. And Luigi, you are doing a wonderful job, and we really see the links within the three episodes. So we started with Elena discussing the overall role of the culture and the, the role of Italy in the food system. Then we have seen the science and the excellence of Italy in the area, and now we see the impact at the grassroots level with you. But before going there, can you present a bit yourself? What is your background? I'm uh, Luigi Luminari, and uh, I'm an agronomist, uh, and uh, been working in Africa for over 30 years, and in particular I spent uh, 21 years in Kenya, working with the European Union programs, especially in the area of community-driven development and uh, drought risk management. So I have uh, quite a long experience in the country. Thank you so much, Luigi. And with your experience, now you are bringing you know, your work and experience, tackling the important needs and problems of Kenya. Can you discuss a bit uh, which are the problems and, and the needs and the challenges and the opportunity as well in this fragile ecosystem of this country? First of all, uh, I would like to stress also the improvements that have occurred in the last decades, because I've been in Kenya, so I'm a direct witness, and that there have been significant political and economic reforms that have in some way contributed to, to economic growth, a reduction of poverty. But of course, we I'm aware that uh, there is still a long way to go because there are still many development challenges. Uh, uh, poverty is still very high. And in particular, there is inequality in the country in a sense that the high potential areas, they are much better in terms of income, in terms of employment. But there is a, a very, very wide area in Kenya, the north of Kenya, the, the so-called Asal region where the, the inequality, uh, poverty is, is really still very high. Youth unemployment is another big, big issue that is really affecting the youth and women. Uh, we know about the plight of climate change that is really affecting the country and the environmental degradation due to different reasons, uh, human factors, but also cl climate change, which really is putting under a lot of pressure the natural resources. Um, all these issues uh, gives Kenya a quite high vulnerability of the economy to internal and external shocks. You remember the COVID-19 in 2020, really the impact has been huge, especially regarding uh, tourism and, and other services, uh, trade. So it has really had a very bad impact 
causing an upward trend in inflation, which uh, has been uh, raised recently exacerbated by the war in U Ukraine. So, so we have very high prices uh, and really a lot of impact on food and energy prices. So it becomes more difficult for people to access a sufficient amount of, of food. If all these issues, we add also the, the drought, you know, that, that is really affecting the country in the last two, three years. And now it's very acute. And it was also together with the locust infestation that happened in 2020. We can understand that all these external factors contribute a lot to the vulnerability to food security of many, many people in Kenya, uh, which is also compounded by the issue of insecurity and conflict, which is quite acute in the region. Thank you so much, Luigi, uh, for this um, uh, the, the presentation. Of course, we have the positiveness, but of course, the inequality in the work. And that is where you know, the support of Italy and the innovation and the capacity that you have seen in the, even in the past two episodes, now they are working towards solving the problem, fostering growth and restoring ecosystem. So what is the work of the Italian Agency for Development Cooperation in Kenya in this regard? Yeah, I would say that we are really trying to focus our, our attention to integrate uh, agriculture within a broader environmental conservation approach. Uh, so first of all, we are very much involved now in trying to contribute to the promotion of uh, agroecological models, so more sustainable agricultural practices, you know, to try to shift from uh, an extractive kind of uh, agriculture to a more regenerative model. Uh, of course, at the heart of this uh, approach is the necessity to promote and to open new uh, commercial opportunities so that by increasing access of farmers to fair markets, both, both domestic and international. So to try really to uh, link together, improve more sustainable agricultural practices with better income from the food systems. We are also targeting geographically, as I say, part of Kenya, the arid, the semi-arid lands are the most vulnerable because they are very much hit by drought. There is less investment in infrastructure, in services. So, so as a result of the food security in this area is, is very bad. And that's why we target mainly the Asal areas. And considering the issue of drought, we try to promote climate change adaptation activities. So the so-called climate smart technologies are, are very, very important at this point. And uh, uh, historically, Italy has also supported the promotion of, of uh, irrigation, which can really help overcome the, the, the very bad impact of drought. I mean, in this regard, maybe, can you give us maybe some stories and also some work that, some example of the work that the Italian cooperation is doing? Yes, we are currently very much uh, focusing on one of the most important water towers in Kenya. Water towers are very important ecological areas that uh, gives uh, a lot of uh, environmental services and in particular, you know, the issue of water, how uh, many rivers emanate 
from this water tower. And so we have decided to focus with the, with the number of projects and the initiatives in the Cherangani water tower, which is in, in northwest area of Kenya, in West Pokot and El Gayo Maraquet uh, counties, uh, where we try to carry out uh, activities to restore the, the water catchments, to restore the forest blocks that are there, so that we can really uh, contribute to the, the restoration uh, to the tree coverage in Kenya and the tree growing fund uh, initiatives. So this is an example of our uh, initiatives in the, in the environmental sector. Thank you, Luigi. Maybe, uh, can, can you give us a bit more of the impacts and the work of this uh, project? Yes, I would like to mention one historical project uh, uh, financed by the Italian cooperation since the 80s. And I'm talking about the Weiwei irrigation project in, in West Pocot, which was acknowledged by UNEP as one of the two best projects in Africa in 1999. It was really described as a success story against the certification. Uh, we have uh, witnessed and the different evaluation have uh, pointed out how this project has really uh, contributed to increment the income of farmers. Uh, there have been uh, big increments in the yield of main crops uh, up to five folds. Uh, this is a resulted in enhanced employment opportunities. And, and uh, uh, we have also seen that uh, the better income generation of people has also increased the attendance to education by children. By, uh, it, is, it is estimated in increment by 70%. Also very important, the contribution to environmental conservation through the recovery of 300 hectares of degraded land and the adoption of agroforestry. So this historical project, which is still underway with the third phase, has really brought a lot of benefits to the local communities. And that is exactly... Uh, the way Italy is uh, working towards uh, uh, creating ties with uh, country and linkages, bringing his expertise and capacity in agriculture and food system and within the broader experience and the culture of Italy to help people at the grassroots level. And the impacts that you have given us are really important and and also a testimony of what can be also be scaled in other areas, especially in the area that you are saying of conservation of water tower, conservation of forest, and all the thematic of ecosystem services. And therefore, I wanted to ask now uh, a question a bit on the future. Uh, what is the way forward, especially for Italy, as one of the leading countries in the world on, uh, on agriculture, how, and how this can impact also uh, Kenya, and what, what are you boiling in your pot, Luigi? <laughs> Taken simply. I think, as I mentioned before, environmental restoration is really a key area of our intervention, and we try to include within these uh, initiatives uh, support to agricultural uh, agri-food systems. Uh, and the first of all, we try to support the adding value to agricultural products because uh, today there is not enough uh, investment in trying to improve uh, the value chain of, of uh, main food crops. Through the improvement of agricultural practices, we try also to improve the standards of these uh, products so that they can access better markets, even international markets. So we work very much to, uh, 
to exploit the untapped potential of uh, adding value to agricultural products. Uh, and uh, of course, we try also to support the introduction of climate smart technologies. We, we, we can see that in many areas of Kenya now, becomes very difficult to have the sufficient production of food because of the impact of drought. And therefore, it is extremely important to use the available water in the best way possible, for example, to use agricultural practices that can increase the fertility of soil, increase the retention of water, you know, all these good practices that now can enhance the adaptation to climate change. So on one hand, we work on the, on the production side. On the other hand, we try to work a lot on the marketing aspects. And we, in this regard, we try also to link this to the Italian system because there are very good markets in Europe, in the European Union, in Italy. So what we do, we help farmers to achieve the standards that are required to penetrate these international markets. I would like to mention that we are recently starting to work on the mango value chain, avocado again, and we try also to use digitalization, so the technologies to help farmers in the decision-making process, you know, to see when, how really to carry out the best agricultural practices, how to link farmers to the input markets, how to link farmers to the commercial markets and export markets. And this is exactly what also the crisis of Ukraine has taught a lot of countries, taught us. Uh, being here, especially in the region and in Kenya in particular, the untapped opportunity, the work on agriculture can really, and the crisis can be a momentum to, as you said, to link farmers with market, enhance production, enhance transformation, and make Kenya, again, an um, economic agricultural powerhouse. And I think all the work, and especially the digitalization and technology, will help achieve this. Thank you so much, Luigi, for the wonderful work that uh, you are doing and, you know, to give us a panorama and, and a brief um, on, on how Italy and is working at the grassroots level to enhance agricultural conservation and food systems in Africa uh, within, of course, this week of the Italian festival. I want to ask, as the last question, what is the final call to action for the people that are listening to us. Yes, yes, Samuel. Our strategy now is to increase our portfolio in a coherent way so that we create synergies and complementarities with, with our initiatives, with any government development process and with other partners, like especially the European Union. So, for example, we work with the team Europe initiatives to involve the European delegation and other member states so that we can collaborate in a more systematic and strategic way and, and we can achieve a better impact. And of course, at the forefront of our approach is the long-term sustainability of our initiatives. And we try to achieve this First of all, uh, trying to fit within the strategic development framework of the country. So we work very closely with Kenyan authorities and uh, we, with the other donors. 
And uh, our last uh, strategy is to also to help Kenya acquiring uh, carbon credits from the international market as a way to sustain the long-term sustainability of, of our initiatives. So when we talk about the rehabilitation of a water tower, we need to support this rehabilitation for a long-term period. And sometimes projects cannot allow this. So we have now a number of projects that we want to link to these initiatives to the international green finance, which would really help to ensure the long-term sustainabilities of environmental restoration activities. Thank you so much, Luigi. Thank you. Eva, wonderful. It was a pleasure and honor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Samuel, for inviting me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Are you satisfied after this wonderful episode? Let's continue together our sustainability journey.